Welcome to the Deepers Creepers podcast, where we like to get high and talk about horror movies. I'm Casey. And I'm Jess. And I unfortunately picked the movie this week. (laughs) Y'all love shitty movies, so I'm super excited to be talking about the 2003 movie Darkness Falls. Woo! Tooth Fairy! I'm gonna let y'all know, I, this is another one of those movies that I thought was really scary, and Casey's like, have you rewatched it recently? And I'm like, oh, I guess I haven't. And then I rewatched it, and I was like, <laughs> it's the scene that shook the nation. <laughs> Dude, I, because I remember doing the same thing. When this came out, I would have been eight years old. Uh, very into horror at the time, but mm-hmm. also very easily scared. I remember, um, yeah, I remember watching this and being terrified. We will go through the specific scenes that I remember traumatized me and I will go over the specific ways that I had to deal with (laughs) the trauma from this film (laughs) which will then bring in the trauma that I got from watching the 1990 it in like 2000 so I would have been like five years old Mm -hmm. fucked me up thanks mom anyway like Jess said like Jess said uh we are Doing Darkness Falls this week. Uh, <laughs> so we, I feel like we've covered, um, so this will be episode 34-ish, 35, I think. Um, we've covered quite a few from those like 2000 to 2010 era. I would say one of them that we covered was good. House of a Thousand Corpses. I would say great. Well, but... I mean, yeah, but that's like... <laughs> Every no, other one, Shudder, this one, Mirrors, Mirrors like One the Missed Call. Terrible. And they all have that <laughs> same vibe of like supernatural PG-13, yeah. not scary, but like not funny and not fun. And there was one jump scare in this entire movie for me that got me. And it was literally at the beginning when the little girl is at his window. <laughs> To, like, and it's just, come in and invite him to the rock quarry. Yeah, and it's literally a... I said, Jesus a, Christ! It's literally a Luton bus scare, which is, like, the most innocuous of... Yeah. I'm like, why did I think this was so scary? Because we were babies. And true, true. I mean, I was, like, watching movies like this all the time. Like, we both did when we were children. Like, I was afraid of the dark, for sure, because of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like, I gotta stay in the light or my bitch ass is gonna die. Oh my god, yes. I was definitely one of those people that, like... I mean, I feel like a lot of kids were, but terrified of the dark. And, like, but I specifically remember my fear of the dark getting so much worse after I saw this movie. Oh, yeah. And being, like, I don't... Mm. I think it's my dog messing with the doorknob. <laughs> I was like, Ghostface is back? Literally. <laughs> we didn't plan this one. This was not planned. If something's happening, it's either a dog or a ghost. Also, if y'all didn't see that... Go back and watch the Scream 6 episode, and also then go on our TikTok and um, watch the video I made of it, because it's great. Because we do have a TikTok now, which you should follow. At Deeper Screepers Pod, which we both contribute to, and it's wonderful. We both just post stupid shit all the time. It's hysterical. It's, it's so great. much fun. Um, yeah. So, uh, this movie has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes, which oh. I feel is very fair. <laughs> I can't think of a... I mean... It just feels appropriate. Um, you know, I don't think it's a zero percenter. Because they're, I mean, it's a movie. They 
Right. They made a movie and I didn't. Exactly. So, I didn't make a movie. I'm just talking about this movie. But... I will make fun of this movie. You know, I have... I have notes. I have thoughts. Okay. <laughs> so, Matilda. She's, Matilda Dixon. Matilda is our weird little lady. Learned today, based upon a true story. Uh, a real woman in 1841 named Matilda Dixon from Australia allegedly murdered two children and uh, was executed for it. That's the extent of that story. Oh. So, that's that's the true part of this story, but... What did they do wrong? Today. Anyways, something I learned today is that there is another movie named Darkness Falls that came out in 2020. Oh! And it was originally named Anderson Falls, and it stars Lynn Shay. I love Lynn Shay. I know. I was. I was. I have a great Lynn Shay story. I fucking love Lynn Shay. Love. But it's about, um, I guess this this detective's wife commits suicide, and he believes that she like was murdered. And so he goes on this uh, quest to find out who murdered his wife. And I guess it's like a father-son duo serial killers. Oh, so ooh. sounds pretty interesting. But it was That's originally cool. named Anderson Falls and they changed the name to Darkness Falls. Stupid. Why yeah. would you name it something? Yeah, it's, his name is Detective Anderson in the movie. So I like Anderson Falls, but I haven't watched it yet. But that doesn't also doesn't sound like a horror movie. It doesn't, but Anderson Scott Falls Lynch could be... Yeah, exactly. That too. That's true. Sometimes you see the cast and you're like, is this, is this horror? Right. Um, how many times have I mentioned the new Ari Aster movie? <laughs> Why did he leave us? I keep seeing things that are like, this looks so good. First of all, the name is stupid. Bo is Afraid is stupid. It's a dumb name. Sorry. I don't want to. It was yeah. almost called Boulevard and I liked that better. I don't know. But, um. <laughs> Anyways. I'm just very sad. Uh. The, um, writer, uh, one of the writers of this movie wrote The Tripper, which is, I don't know if you've ever seen, but it is a shitty early 2000s slasher, um, political slasher, uh, where someone's murdering people in a Ronald Reagan mask, directed by David Arquette. Oh, okay. His directorial debut. Uh, covered on the Kill Count. That's the only reason I know about it. And I watched Kill Count. It actually looks kind of decent. I love, I love David Arquette. Always, yeah. always have, always will. He's my little dewdrop. Um, so, uh, and then the, uh, one of the other co-writers of this was James Van- Vanderbilt, who, um, if you are a big scream head, you will know, uh, co-wrote Scream 5 and 6. Um, oh, yeah. They are, he's one of the co-writers that writes the script before Radio Silence gets to it. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. And then the director of this, <laughs> if you can believe it, directed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, which is a cinematic masterpiece if you've ever seen it. It's not. It's not. It's bad. It's so bad. I hate, one of my least favorite Texas Chainsaw movies. <sighs> Why'd they do that to us? <laughs> so anyway, his name is John Liebsman. Why, dude? I got questions. And that was literally one of my least favorite Texas Chainsaws. And that's a like, and I've seen the one that they put out on Netflix recently. <laughs> that one's middling for this series. I Everyone mean, hated it, but there are some bad entries. It's fucking hilarious. I love Texas Chainsaw. I love the first one, and the second one is my baby. Okay, I totally feel that. There are some 
duds in that <laughs> franchise. You know, I liked the Texas Chainsaw 3D. It was better than the beginning. Truly. Truly. Um, yeah. The remake was... Go ahead, cuz. fine. <laughs> Do your thing, cuz. I like... I think the only reason I liked that movie is because I like She's Alexandria so Daddaro. Yeah. I think I just really like her. I know. I'm like, be my goth girlfriend, please. <laughs> Seriously. Her, um... You and your cousin and, protect me? And, to bring it back to this movie, I need another goth, goth girlfriend and Emily Browning. She's a baby in this movie, but she's so beautiful. I love her face. She's so hot. I need Kat Dennings to be my big kitty goth girlfriend. Kat Please. Dennings is absolutely my celebrity crush. She, she's so fucking hot. It's like nauseating. We'd have lesbian babies somehow that oh both have God, cute yes. little gaps and the prettiest eyes and the biggest boobs. And I would steal them. Dislike. And buy them very cute clothes. <laughs> yes. We would yeah, dress them like little tiny Wednesdays. <laughs> but more stylish. That's true. And, and updated. Yeah, of course. <laughs> little goth babies. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, one of my first um, notes is, hey, that's Emily Browning. Because <laughs> I forgot she was in this for a small amount of time. So anyway, back to Matilda Dixon. So Matilda was just this lady that lived in the town of Darkness Falls. And the children loved her. She seemed like a very kind soul from the story that we're told. Um, when children, when children, except lost... she's also the creep who collects teeth. Okay, I have tongue. Caitlin has two fucking caskets in her house, and the bitch has taxidermy everywhere. I have a tooth in my fucking recliner center thing. What do you have to say about me? Don't answer that. Um. So, anyways, she when the children lose their final tooth. Gives them a gold coin in exchange for a tooth. This is great. The kids love her. Until. Da da da. Couple of motherfuckers go missing. <gasps> Couple of little boys go missing. And they're like, I bet it's that creepy tooth lady. Which, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest with ourselves. It's 1841. You're really scared of witches and shit. Two little kids go missing. I'm blaming the freaking weird tooth lady. I'm blaming any man ever before I blame a tooth lady. I'm just saying that. Fair. But in 1841, you blame a man, and then you also get burned next to tooth lady. Yeah, that's fair. So, I probably would have just kept my mouth shut. Actually, I wouldn't have lived. There's no way. I I almost get beat up on a daily basis by men in today's standards. Like, I hate them all. Yeah, I would Except for mine. Mine's a little baby. (laughs) My little... Little cinnamon bun. My little cinnamon bun boyfriend. <laughs> anyway, um, so they they uh, hanged her. Yes, and then then the, the next day the kids show up. The two kids that she allegedly murdered. Wait, did they hang her? Or her house caught on fire. Her house caught on fire first. Oh, so before okay. the yeah before the kids went missing, she, she was horribly burned. Yep, sorry. I so she could only go out at night. She had to wear this mask. Um, so she and, was creepy looking, but it's because she was burned. Yeah, that like. And that was after the whole town loved her and stuff. So, like, literal, just, like, oh, well, she's creepy looking, so she's got to be the child murderer, right? No. Well, you're the one that called her creepy tooth lady and said you'd blame her. So, anyways. I would. After the children went missing, they hung her. And the next day, the children were found. So, she uh, put a curse on the town that... I don't uh, know. D- just to, you know, I mean, to vow to fuck up 
the town and kill children. So yeah, the thing that she was giving will now be the thing that she takes. Essentially. Yes. So uh, now, as the legend goes, in this small town, you know, a couple centuries later, uh, you when you lose your last tooth, you put it under your pillow for the tooth fairy, as is the tradition, probably. In the whole world, I don't know. That seems like a pretty universal thing. Yeah. Um, but in this town, if you lo- when you lose your last tooth, you have to make sure to keep your eyes closed because when the tooth fairy comes to get your very last tooth, if you look at her, she gets you, and then you die. And once she goes after you, she never stops. Once you look at her, yeah. I had already lost my teeth when I lo- when I watched this movie, and I still hated opening my eyes in the dark at night. If I woke up in the middle of the night. I remember, like, closing, like, keeping my eyes closed and thinking, what if I open my eyes and she's right there? What if I open my eyes and she's right there? I know. She never was. Luckily. Yeah, luckily. Not that I remember. Just kidding. But, like, one of the things that I really remember about this movie is kind of in these first scenes, um, because our lead character, who is Kyle. Kyle. Is, um, he loses his last tooth. His friend, Emily Browning, tells him the, oh, make sure you are careful. Make sure you don't look at her tonight. And they had a little crush on each other. Super. She kissed really him. Cute. And he was trying to ask her to the dance. And she's like, I already told my mom you'd be by at seven. That was really cute. And I was like, she a bad beach. She like, knows what she wants. Yep. She said, I already told her you'd be there at seven. I love that. She's so cute. Confident. Cute. I love it. Yeah. Um, adorable little kid who gets her heart broken here soon. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. I'm not laughing. Anyway. Um, so, so he loses his last tooth. He goes to sleep. He wakes up. He sees the tooth fairy's face. So he screams for his mom. He runs down the hall to the bathroom and he turns the bathroom light on. And there's this whole sequence. His mom dies. Whole sequence where he's like in the bathtub and it's a bright. This is like one of the only well shot sequences in the entire fucking movie in my opinion. But it's so stark white bright in this bathroom and then like the completely pitch black hall. And you can kind of see like the tendrils of her like kind of almost coming up underneath the like uh, lip of the like bathroom door. Um, And it's just so fucking scary. And And he's like. Like the noise that she makes. It's not like a growl. It's like a shrill like. Do you want to know? Do you want to know? That sound. That was a very good impression of it. Do you want to know what I think it sounds like? You're going to tell me. <laughs> a, a pug just trying to breathe. Because it's... That's what pugs you add, in this thing sound like. Still sounds like a fucking pug. Just unable to breathe. (laughs) Take that pug to the vet. All pugs need to go to the vet. (sighs) Yeah. That's so sad. Anyways, we're not talking about pugs. Anyway. Um, But yeah. It also kind of sounds like a Pokemon a little bit. So he, you know, goes with the police. Him and Kat get uh, separated. My question is, in the movie, we see the Tooth Fairy... Breaking this his mom's neck. How the fuck did they think that a, what, eight, nine-year-old child could have enough strength to break his mother's neck with his bare hands? Good question. And I think that's why he is not in jail and just, like, had to go through therapy for a few years. Because obviously the dumb small townspeople are going to be like, oh, no, he killed his mom. And, you know, that's going to be a thing. 
But I'm sure the professionals looking at it are like, someone came in and ordered your mom. I know you think it was the tooth fairy, but that's just your trauma. Yeah, because I was going to say, she had something. a scratch. She had a scratch on her face. Wouldn't you check under his nails? Yeah. And like he was DNA? all scratched up, too. So what I'm assuming happened is they took him to the mental institution, said, hey, we know you, did, you didn't kill her. Someone came into your house and did this. I know you think it was a demon tooth fairy, but it wasn't. Let's get you through this and make you better. Because, you know, trauma will do that kind of shit to your brain. And But, of course, the dumb cops in this small town and the dumb townspeople in this small town are going to be like, oh, no, that's the that's the kid who killed his mom. Yeah, because I was like, how are we supposed to believe that? Like in Jumanji when wasn't, I think it was Jumanji when they were like, wasn't he the kid that like ate his parents or whatever? <laughs> there was like that rumor. Was that not Jumanji? I don't remember that. I can't It was some movie and it was like. I can't remember. Anyway. That's South Park. Well, yeah, he did make him meet his parents, but it wasn't true. Maybe I'm thinking of It's Always Sunny. I don't know. <laughs> Damn it, I hate Jack Maddox! Sit down. I'll make you meet your parents. What did you say? Nothing. We have not gotten very far into this movie. Anyways, so... Twelve years later. We cut to Caitlin. As an adult. In the future. Um, played by an actress who can't act. <laughs> Well, playing opposite an actor who can't act. Can't? Nope. The guy or the little boy? Little boy's good. The little boy's good. I was yeah, going to say. little boy's he was, good. I was talking about the two main. He was. Really he looked lead. terrified. He did a really good job. That little boy actually was good. Yeah. But we're in this hospital and we realize that this is her little brother, Michael, that we're seeing, the little boy we're talking about, and he is suffering from very similar issues and we'll say delusions as um, Kyle, where he is afraid of the light. He's claiming he sees a tooth fairy. Or and not doc- a tooth fairy, sorry. Some The lady's coming for him. Yeah, she's coming for me. He's he keeps saying that. fucking terrified. He's like keep- in 10 minute increments and that's it. He's so afraid. They're basically calling it night terrors. Like he has a severe form of these night terrors where he just, he can't sleep. And they're like... You know, we can keep running these tests, we can keep doing this, that, and the other, and, um, so, of course, Caitlin, recognizing the same things that he's saying that Kyle used to say, calls him up 12 years later, and this was one of the lines that, like, I actually remembered this exact line before I saw this movie again, from, like, when I watched it when I was a little kid, because she calls him, and she's like, yeah, you know, I remember you saying all that stuff, and then you went away for a while, and blah, blah, blah. How did you get over it? And it, like, the camera cuts back to him, and he just goes, I didn't. And you see his apartment, and it's so sad. He's got, like, 80 flashlights. He checks the batteries every day. I mean, lanterns, lights, lamps. I mean, everywhere. Drawings of this creature plastering his walls. Like, he's fucked. Who's, and the funny thing is the mask for this lady actually kind of reminds me of some of the faces and the mask of the thing from One Miss Call. Huh. Very I was similar. thinking very Phantom of the Opera. Oh, that's true too. Because it's yeah. got like the half. Yeah. You know? I don't know. But she's essentially trying to see if she can get some help from Kyle because, I mean, she, she's running out of options here. She really feels helpless. And she wants to help her brother. Because he literally, that little boy is so sweet. And he's so terrified. He is. And I do think uh, there's this, like, this first scene we see him in. This kid really does do a really good job of, like, because, mm-hmm. like, 
And he's got, like, a pretty deep little monologue, like, mini monologue that he goes through about, like, you know, sometimes I think about just turning off all the lights and just letting her get me because sometimes I wonder if that would be easier. And it's, like, this very, like, adult and deep monologue that he, like, this little, you know, this thing. And this kid really fucking kills it, especially in comparison to his two adult co-stars. Yeah. Who are just, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> At one of the climaxes of this movie, not the climax, but one of them, when he's racing back to the hospital because they're going to put, is the kid's name is Michael, Michael. Right? They're going to put him in a um, little sensory deprivation. deprivation which I really want to try one of those. Oh, no. I would I love don't, it. Too silent. I would lose my mind. I, if, as long as I could immediately snap my fingers and be out of it, like immediately be like, like as soon as I'm done, be like, okay, get me out, then I would want to try it. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I might go crazy. <laughs> Um, crazy. Oh, what was I going to say? Anyway, he's racing back to the hospital so that they don't put him in the dark because he knows what's going to happen. And the way he, like, (laughs) he's supposed to, like, burst into this room and be like, hey, no, he literally gently walks in and is like, hey, don't put him in the dark. Stop. Take him out of there. Please just do it. And then as the police are taking away, he's like, don't let him go in the dark. Just like that. <laughs> like, there, it, it is. I mean, this man is, if he is playing, like, a monotone, like, he's, he's, you can see, like, when we're panning to his room, that he's on several different um, antipsychotic drugs, and, like, they were saying he's on Klonopin and tons of other things. Like, he has, like, six different pill bottles. Like, this incident from his childhood fucked him up. And I get that. But, buddy, we need a little more. We need yeah. a little more. You know what we do get a lot of in this movie? A lot of new metal. A lot <laughs> of 2000s new metal. And I'm not, that's not a complaint, necessarily. Listen, if I'm watching an early 2000s shitty movie, I want me some early 2000s shitty new metal. Okay? Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I wrote down lots of filler. The kid does the creepy drawings, too. <laughs> Literally. Then we cut to Kat's boyfriend, who is Larry? They're not dating, actually. And that's, this is kind of, kind of confused me, because so Larry, the three of them were, like, best friends, I guess, and even though, (coughs) excuse me, even though uh, Kyle left when they were, like, 12, she, like, never got over it and wouldn't date anybody else. And it's really confusing because, like, given her age and the age of the kid, that could easily be her son. Right. I'm confused about the brother-sister relationship. Why isn't it just her kid that she, like, and she has, like, an ex-husband or something? Right. I I don't, I just don't get that. Like, because then, yeah, there's, like, this weird, very dropped relationship where, like, you can tell Larry's, like, super into Caitlyn, but she, like, won't stop holding the torch for Kyle and... It's just so, it's such a weird dynamic that then obviously just gets dropped because then Larry dies. Is Spoiler. it Larry? Yeah, it's Larry. Okay. So Larry is a, an attorney, a defense attorney. Yeah. Um, and he has Kyle go to the bar with him to get a beer. And Kyle's like, I don't drink. And he's like, one beer's not going to hurt you. And then, like, literally, like, forces him to get a beer. He even like, shows him the pill bottle, like, I can't drink. Like, he's like. Oh, well, still still bringing some up here. So, yeah, Larry's an asshole. My whole thing is, I was like, Larry, 
he literally is looking around like he's terrified of everything. Yeah. The last thing on his mind is fucking Kat. Yeah. The last thing. Literally. He's not even emotionally stable enough to, like, function as a human. He's more worried about that kid, obviously. Yeah, and also the lights being on. And that. And one of the things that Larry says to him, he's like, you left a lot of shit behind when you left. He was 12! What did he leave behind? He was a child. What the fuck? I know, I was like... Like, it very much feels like the plot... Okay, so, I don't think it's as present... I haven't seen the original in forever, but I don't think it's as present in the original as the, um... My Bloody Valentine remake. Mm -hmm. Like, the Tom Hanniger situation, it was like... He had left the town and they were struggling because of the mining thing, but he owned the mining company. It was like a whole thing. This was a child who his mother was murdered brutally in front of him, but then apparently left behind so much drama that the town never recuperated and now blame this child. And like Casey said earlier, of course the town talks and, you know, people are going to spread rumors much and like so, the way Sam is treated in Scream 6. Yeah. Rumors. And then people hate you for no reason. Right. We love you, Sam. Melissa Berarius. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> we changed our opinion. We love you, Sam. Mommy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's this guy at the bar talking to his friend. He's like, that's the creep that killed his mom. And of course he has to get up and be an asshole, because why wouldn't he? Yeah. Like, starts shoving him and throws, throws a drink. fucking, the beer he wasn't going to drink anyways on him. So then when Kyle walks away, he's like, yeah, keep walking, blah, blah, blah. You want a piece of this? And it's like, yeah, he literally just said no. <laughs> he literally just said, no, I don't. I don't want to fight you. And then guys are always, you want to fucking, and it's like, I just said no. And so Kyle goes out on the patio. No, Scott. No. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> I sh- and I sh- And but I sh- but what Gosh. I, <laughs> I love Austin Powers. <laughs> so much. Um, <laughs> Mike Myers, please make more movies. <laughs> Can Mike Myers play but... Michael Myers? <laughs> <laughs> we saw. The collab. Yeah, that was yeah, really that good. Was so good. That was a good picture, too. The lighting was like. I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I have yeah, shoes on. It's fine. Oh, well. I was taking a break. Three days of big old boots will get to you. Goth girls get foot aches, too. My little tootsies were hurting. I accidentally I, almost cut circulation off on one of my toes because my fishnets it hurt so bad. I wrote dumb in my notes. Just the word dumb. Nothing else around it. Just dumb. I don't know what that's in reference to. The movie in large. I don't know. Well, the next thing I said was that, like, he knocked him, like, that Kyle went and stood out on the balcony to, like, get out of the bar. And then all of a sudden, Ray, that asshole that threw the beer on him, comes charging out of nowhere and, like, tackles him over the railing. They go down a fucking hill, like... What did like you think Tommy was gonna... Like, Tommy boy down this hill. It's hilarious. Like, what did you think was going to come from that? What good did you think was going to come from that? Literally. And, like, like you're the thing is... And, like, that Ray... You, literally. And that Ray got, like, your friends aren't even around to see it. And I know that's why you want to fight him. Yeah, and you already, like, embarrassed him. So, like, what's the... What's the big deal? Like, you, you made him off your way. You, yeah, you proved you're the big boy. So, like, what are you doing now? Well, it ends up working out for the better. Because um, Ray got got Ray got got because <laughs> yeah they end up in the woods and he's like beating up on uh, Kyle but then Kyle sees the fucking tooth fairy launches this guy that's twice his size off I mean it's like 
pure rage fear. Like, I am so scared. It does not matter how big you are. Get I've the, been chasing this. I am so scared right now. Yeah. Life. You are not going to be the end to my two long, two decade long fucking hunt away from this thing. Like, And then it's funny because then they're going and looking for Ray because they realize he's missing from the bar like Larry is and stuff. And this fucking dude's body just comes out of nowhere. And falls on Larry. That was the little scare that did get me when I was watching. I was like, oh, oh my god, his body came out of goddamn nowhere. But my whole thing is the police come and they arrest Kyle saying, obviously this freak's the one that did it. How the fuck again would they think that Kyle would have dropped Ray, that big ass man, and then gotten from away. the air, and then gotten onto away onto Larry, on higher up than a grown ass man. Yeah, like how from a they, tree, from a tree. How did, how, or how did he like specifically rig it so that like no, he wouldn't have had time. No, they were out there for like less than three minutes. He wouldn't have had time to kill him, climb up a tree, drop him on Larry, and then run away. There's a reason that this tooth fairy does not like cops. We'll get into that. Uh-huh. But I I thought it was really annoying that they had, like, the rhyme that was saying, like, she was a wicked soul. And, yeah. like, I was like, no, she wasn't. She and again, was just weird. Yeah. It went nowhere. I was like, she was just weird. I was like, she's yeah. wicked now because y'all did her dirty. Yeah, and she's, like, reading this, like, hanging on kind too. of book-ish. And it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of saying it like this Tooth Fairy story is, like, a, oh, all kids know the Tooth Fairy story and, like... <laughs> I never heard any spooky tooth fairy stories. Did you? Um, not really. I only I ever just... remember getting money. Yeah. And I remember I lost a tooth pretty early on, and my mom was telling me that she was friends with the tooth fairy. And I went, I know she ain't real then. No <laughs> friends. I knew she wasn't real. So that's how my mom ruined the tooth fairy for me. You don't have friends. Sorry, Mom. Just kidding. She probably has more friends than me. It's about Everybody loves quality, not quantity. Yes. Or what? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hold on. Did I say that wrong? She's no. all quality. Um, I did write. She's got quantity, too. <laughs> um, but I did write, now I see this is like a little bit of a knockoff Freddy. Yeah, when you eventually do see the face. The yeah. fire, the town turning against them. Coming the, back for the, the children. The face, the children. I'm like. The not being able to sleep. Obviously, she doesn't come in your dreams, but very knockoff Freddy. Yeah. I ship yeah. them. They should date. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Kyle, blah, blah, blah. Kyle. An appropriately aged person for you, Freddy. I said, uh, <laughs> Kyle is hot. I love dark and troubled boys. Kyle is not hot. I need a boyfriend. She needs a girlfriend. Kyle is not. I'll take both. I'll take one of each. Ooh, me too. Can I have a girlfriend? Don't be selfish, Casey. You wanted both. But I don't even have one. I just want a big titty goth girlfriend. What am I? Don't tell Jeff. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) He already knows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this is kind of when we're going through, and I, I wrote, um, Larry gives, or, uh, yeah, Larry, is it Larry? Larry, yeah. (laughs) Larry gives off such nice guy vibes because he's, like, 
talking to uh, Kyle in the car. He's like, yeah, nobody in town had a chance with her after you left and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, maybe, maybe you're not the nice guy and catch you think you are. Maybe you suck. Maybe she doesn't want to date you or your friends because you all suck. Everybody in that bar sucked. Like, that's, like, Taylor. Like, Taylor and I went to high school together. My um, best friend, Taylor, she didn't date a single boy there. She wasn't interested in a single boy there. And everyone was always just like, why not? Why not? And it's like, because everyone fucking sucks. She found one when she left high school. Everyone in Morrisville was gross. Truly. Except the boy I was dating at the time. Taylor's not much better. It's definitely not. Better than Martinsville. That part. That part. We at least had um, people of different ethnicities and cultures at my school. They and they, they their were... life weren't, uh, I don't think that they felt threatened every day. I guess I can't speak for them, but you know. Anyways. Although, the Martinsville Middle School did get that bomb threat one time. Anyway. So we get back to the hospital. Um... And Michael had an episode, essentially, where we see him, and she has, uh, his sister cat has to bust the door open with, like, a fire extinguisher, and he's in the shower, quivering, covered in blood, there's blood everywhere, it's very similar to the opening scene, and that's when his sister is just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and again, this is, I feel like this movie... As far as cinematography and directing, it's just kind of a point and shoot. There are just not a lot of dynamic shots. There's just not a lot going on in yeah. general. It feels so just muted in general. Um, but the one um, uh, the one good thing that I do have to say about the cinematography, at least is between that first shot and this one in the hospital, that whites, the behind-the-shower curtain. I do like um, the stark whites. Yeah, and I, just like the, like, comparison between those two scenes, I do think they go together well. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, like, that's the good I have to say about this movie. <laughs> well, at this point, that's when, you know, she talks to the doctor, and he's like, this is severe night terrors, he might hurt himself again. And this time he might be more successful. Like, our options are, like, repeated therapy and different medications, and that's not guaranteed. He's like, or, we have this uh, scary sleep deprivation tank. She's like, he's afraid of the dark! No fucking shit. Well, that's the whole point of this. Well, (laughs) also, like, does immersion therapy... (sighs) Yes, it can work, but... That's also not a guarantee. Like, you may just they traumatize made it, it like, more. They made it seem like it was the end-all, be-all solution. And it's not. It's Immersion not. therapy can work. He's like, we're going to put him in the dark, and he's going to face his fears, and he's going to be cured for the rest of his life. Or you're going to pull him what? out, and he's going to be dead, because the little boy had a heart attack from being too scared. Yeah, what the fuck? It, anyways. So, we, after this, the discussion of what they're going to do to this little boy, we cut back to the... The scene where Larry... Oh, Larry was trying to take Kyle out of town mm-hmm. to get him away from the whole situation. He's like, I'm not taking you back to the hospital. And Kyle's freaking out. He's like, I just want to help. I want to help Michael. They can't put him in the dark. 
and Larry is just a fucking idiot. And all of a sudden, Tooth Fairy flies in front of the car, and he smashes into a fucking tree. And Kyle flies out the window, and Larry, his dumbass, is like, like, what the fuck? He's, like, stuck in the car, and Kyle's like, don't look at her. And, of course, like, the first thing he does is like, huh? <laughs> and I love this scene because she yoinks him out of the car, and on the way out, like, his head, like, smacked into the window. I did I notice that, that was, was very so funny. funny. Um, that's, that's one of the worst parts about this movie is, like, she kills people like fucking a Scooby-Doo ghost. She just yoinks them up into the air, and that's it. Like, come on, give me something. And the thing is, like, that would make sense if you weren't showing the thing at all, and we hadn't seen any part of the monster. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to keep it in obscurity, and, like, so that's why it's being pulled into the darkness. But, like, there is, like, no gore in this movie now that I think about it, except for, like, the the blood at the beginning that yeah. was really fake when his tooth was bleeding. Yeah. And then the little boy when he had the blood. And it, like... It's really, yeah. like, they didn't have the special effects budget, I guess. I guess not, but, Because like, I don't remember seeing any gore. Or anything even, like, that I was like, ooh, like, oh, God, what happened? What happened it, to It's you? all the exact same, just, what? It might as well have that little, whoop, sound <laughs> effect. Right, 100%. But, yeah, I was like, Larry, you're a dummy. You gone. You, she, she got you. You got got. Um, <laughs> Kyle's in the police station, and there's this one cop who keeps calling the other cop dad. Just, <laughs> like, imagine being a cop, and... And one of your other cop fellow cops keeps calling your sergeant dad. Like, I get that's his dad, but, like, no. <laughs> one thing I wrote was Call him by his name like a normal goddamn person. Yeah. Dad. He, we got him, dad. <laughs> he goes into the hospital, and he's talking to the nurse, like, I need to talk to Cat so-and-so. And she's like, she's unavailable. And he's like... You don't understand. I'm Kyle, whatever, Shaw. I need to talk to her. And she's like, she's unavailable. And so, like, he goes, whatever. And then she, like, turns and calls the police. So I was like, that bitch is a snitch. The biggest snitch. And snitches get motherfucking stitches. It's true. Um, I wrote around this time, what counts as light? I moment. fucking was thinking that too. Because had a glow lightning stick at one point. Lightning flashes. Fire. Flares. Fire typically and flares typically get rid of her, but lightning doesn't. And then like when they're in the car, it kind of doesn't, but it kind of does. But like, can you turn on the little overhead lights? But then, like, sometimes you can literally just have, like, a lantern next to your face, it's, and it's fine. But what about the brake lights of the car? Because she exactly. points someone then, out of the car. And then sometimes you're this far away from, like, where the light starts or ends, and you can get taken away. But then sometimes, like, you literally only your face is lit up. It makes no... There is zero fucking consistency. And I the realize thing, that, too. The thing that gets me about this is this is a fucking terrifying concept. Like... The Tooth Fairy, because I, I like, I, the movies that are about little kids getting scared can be scarier because you're exploiting those fears and you're putting yourself in the shoes of a child and yeah. thinking, I would be fucking terrified. Yeah, 100%. When you're watching the It movies, when you're watching movies with little kids, you're like, 
what are they going to do? They don't have the knowledge that an adult has. They're going to be so scared. <laughs> and you think, if I was that little kid, I'd be terrified. 100%. And so... It, I really was thinking that, yeah. too. I was like, they have a fucking glow stick. It just, yeah, exactly. They could have done so much more. But <coughs> I wish instead of one kid having seen this and then 12 years later his crush's little brother sees it, it would have been the story of actually, like, these, like, several little kids going missing and someone trying to figure it out. And all these little kids keep losing their teeth. And, like, the whole town's fucking terrified and all these little kids are scared trying to figure out what to do next. And the only mention of anything ever like that was when Kyle, because, you know, the police came, they took him back to jail, they took him to jail because they were trying to put Kyle, or they were trying to put Michael in the sleep deprivation tank. He's like, don't put him in the dark, the scene we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So he's in his jail cell, and he's talking to the cop that's, like, all up in his face, and he's like, isn't there, like, a really weird amount of children that have gone missing in this town? And it's never brought up again. Never. And you're absolutely right. That would be a terrifying plot point because mm-hmm. a bunch of fucking kids going missing like in it yeah much like dairy main like and everybody just kind of ignores that fact because it's like a thing that could be like a town conspiracy type thing because they don't know what to do about it like that is interesting none of that we get nothing it is nothing about this movie is interesting they could have done something 100 percent. but you know speaking we're... of someone make that you know what i mean like this came out 20 years ago Someone make a scary movie about the fucking Tooth Fairy. Someone make a scary movie about those childhood things that were terrifying as little kids. Make it into something. There's a movie coming out in June that's based on a Stephen King short story called The Boogeyman. Yes, more movies like that. Did you see the holiday horror anthology from Netflix? I can't remember what it was called now. And I can only remember the one segment that I'm about to talk about. But it was a few different holidays they did, and one of them was Easter. And it was this... The the design was so fucking cool. He's a bunny, but he's all skin. And he's got the Jesus thorn of... crown Like, crown of thorns. And he's super, like... It's honestly... I want to do that for Easter. We should. <laughs> um, so it's just a short in this anthology. But the anthology was pretty good, as far as I remember. Um, it was just a Netflix holiday special kind that of sounds thing. really cool i can't believe and, i never saw that and like like thinking of that like why don't more people do that like or like the the idea of taking like a comedy um idea like freaky friday or um what was the other one they did or groundhog day mm-hmm. and turning that into a horror movie version of it like we need was to groundhog day that. like um happy death day yeah okay. happy death i day loved happy death day one of my favorites i, I fucking loved it. loved it i like really did i, I had did you see Freaky? I haven't. Okay, Loved should it. I watch it? Yes. Cool. I like yes. Freaky Friday. Especially, so if you I liked Happy like Death Day, keeper. Freaky is, yeah, Freaky is, so it's Friday the, or it's Freaky Friday, but it's also uh, very much the hot chick, if you ever uh-huh. saw that with yeah. Rob Schneider, because it's Vince Vaughn and um, Catherine, or no, uh, oh, I can't remember her name, um. Catherine Newton. Okay. Um, they swap bodies, so it's a teenage girl and an older serial killer guy. <laughs> so, but it's rated it's R. Me, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. It is. I'm in here. <laughs> um. 
So if you liked Happy Death Day, it's the same kind of humor and stuff, but it's rated R, so you get okay. gore. Okay, you get yeah. some good ass okay. kills in that movie. I didn't really know whatever to think about it, so I'm really I might watch that. Same tonight. people who um made Happy Death Day. Okay, oh so, yeah, yeah, very cool. very similar. Yeah, I love that idea though. The taking a comedy and yeah, making it something. we need to do more stuff like that. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Let's do it. But uh, yeah, so we're back in the jail. Power goes out. Yes, why wouldn't it? Of course. And this is when... This is my favorite part of the movie. We watch no less than, I don't know, a dozen cops just get annihilated. I told Casey that I want to make a t-shirt that says, The Tooth Fairy is ACAB. And on the back it's going to say, like, R.I.P. Darkness Falls PD. Yes. Because, like... R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. <laughs> it, it's, it's just an idea it's that I perfect. had. And I was like. It's so good. I need I it. I was like, Matilda, the tooth fairy is a cab. Yes. The tooth fairy is a cab. She it's canon. Yeah. I was just like, go off, sis. I was like, oh, is she? And the, yeah, because. I she's our hero. <laughs> because like the person that she's supposed to be after, who is Kyle, is in the middle of this room in a tiny cage. And instead, she goes and murders every other motherfucker in that building. They all looked at her. They shouldn't have been looking at her. Shouldn't have been look. Don't look at me, bitch. Look away. Out of my face. Out, Out of, of my, my face. face. <laughs> like, she is over you, bitches. Tired of being <sighs> looked at. Every time you look at me, you make fun of me. You look at me again, I'm gonna eat your face. So, you know, we're getting, we cut to the scene where, um, I mean, that's essentially all that happens there. Michael's, or sorry. Are we talking about the stair scene? Are we there yet? I don't know. I hate that scene. I just wanted to talk about how dumb it was. We're not there yet. But, (laughs) um, Mike, so we see Michael and Kat hiding under a hospital bed. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you need to get under here if you want to fucking live. And she finally does it. And then they see the tooth fairy. And she's like, oh, okay. I get it now. But. (laughs) <laughs> the next scene is when like Kyle comes in, swoops in with his little mm-hmm. flare, and they get in the elevator. And I said, if the power's not working, how does the elevator work? And do you know why I said that, Casey? Because when we went to Horror Hound, our power was out for eight hours. And we had to carry our fucking suitcases and heavy ass bags all the way down the stairs. And after the people who run the hotel were total assholes to us because we needed to get ready for the after party and we're in a dark room with no AC and no light and no shower and And we had food in the fridge. Like (laughs) it was bad. No, bad. There was, I mean, I understand there's nothing they could do, but they did not even attempt to And their attitude was unnecessary. The guy, like the gal shouted across the room, can we give them a refund? Like, is that a... And then even if I did want to feel bad about it. You go through their reviews, not one good one. Not one good one. So they treat everyone like that. Um, we met someone else on the way out who, since Friday, since the day before, they had checked in the night before and hadn't had a shower the entire time and were asked by the hotel manager, do you need to take a shower? Oh, a full-grown man, day two of a horror convention? Yeah. Yeah, the answer is yes. Yes. For the good of everyone. But anyways, but anyways, so yeah, you know, um, there was almost a really, I was like, it this, would be really cool if the elevator cut someone in half. That was the, that was one of the only 10 scenes in the entire movie. Cause I'm like, Ooh, Ooh, 
And I knew no one was going to get cut in half because I would have remembered that. Yeah. But, like, you could you could have killed a cop like that. You know what I mean? Like, I could have, somebody could have got cut in half. Would have been real nice. Haven't gotten, when's the last time we got an elevator half chop? Final Destination 2? That movie Elevator? I didn't see a movie called Elevator. I saw a movie in an elevator called Devil. But I don't think anyone got chopped in half in that elevator. It's, you're definitely, I'm talking about what you're talking about. I forgot it was called Devil. I said it's called Elevator. Did someone get chopped in that elevator? I don't know. I haven't seen that movie since it came out. I All I remember, spoiler alert, is that it's the old lady who dies halfway through. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Because they think the old lady's dead, but then she's the devil. The devil. 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 Yep, you're right, you're right. Football is the devil. (laughs) No, mama, you the devil. Everything's the devil to you, mama. This part was actually really funny. The same snitch-ass bitch nurse, snitch bitch nurse, we'll call her for short, (laughs) for short, um, she's like, I'm calling the police, bitch with what phone? If your phone, if the phones start working and the power's out, I'm gonna be pissed. And then she gets, then she gets jeepers creepers up up into the fucking, like, rafters of this room. It's hilarious. She does, but she's like, I'm calling the police, and Kyle's like, they're dead. And she's like, all of them? He's like, pretty much. <laughs> Which just supports our theory. And if, I mean, if he's, his attempt at humor is very dry. It's oh my not god. Very yeah. good. He has. It made me laugh because. One emotion and the cops were dead. But. Nothing. <laughs> um, also, I said, how does a hospital not have better backup generators? And also, where are the rest of the patients? <laughs> Why is there only one fucking child in this entire hospital? And also. Where the fuck are they getting these goddamn batteries that they go out after 20 minutes? Oh my god, every battery. Every, the kerosene lamp. We used to have kerosene lamps at my house that we would use when the power went out. They would last all goddamn night. That's why you use kerosene lamps. Because they last for fucking ever. We have had our, like, electricity turn out for, I've had to use the kerosene here before, like, We've been there. Poor people know. But and like and I get the supernatural part of it where she can like fuck with electricity and stuff. But but that's why you have the kerosene lanterns. Like that's your solution. And I guess if she I don't yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know, man. So, you know, she can pick stuff up. Why isn't she just well I guess she can't take the lights because she can't get that close to them. My bad. Yeah, we're going we get to the scene where they're like trying to shuffle along the side, staying in the light, and then they have to jump over the stairs where there's oh a dark God. spot, and so every yoinking li- them. So every, <laughs> Just yoink! So to set this up, if you haven't seen it, or haven't seen it in a while, <laughs> this was the only other scene I remembered, and I remember laughing through the whole thing this time. So every landing, stair landing, is lit. And down two, two or three stair landings is Michael and Caitlin. So they're safe at the bottom in the light, and two of the nurses and uh, a cop. Kyle and a cop, um, I guess it was, oh, it was the one who kept calling that other one dad. So he's one of the believers now. But uh-huh. anyway, so the landings are lit, but where the actual staircases are are pitch black. So first of all, science. If a light is here and a light is here. The light. <laughs> Typically, you're going to have a little bit of light in the middles. This movie pretends that, like, the light just, like, boom, 
stops. You have a light and like it goes this fucking far and that is it. There's no dimming. There's no like you're that's it. That's the light you get. So um <laughs> it's I didn't even think about that, how they, stupid it was. And they so their plan is to is to just eat themselves down the stairs. Good luck. Hope and you're not the one that she chooses. And it's really funny because she just starts picking Look. them off. She's like, I'll take that one and that one and bitch you jump, I'll take you two. And you notice Michael is always, or uh, Kyle is always in the middle. He's like, <laughs> He's like, I can't die Take it me. <laughs> so, anyways, the survivors of that incident get in the police car. It's literally just uh, there's a one police officer. The no, dad. he dies in the last one, doesn't he? Oh, the dad. Okay, yeah. He's driving the police car. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is where they have the kerosene lanterns and shit, and like, someone was like, "We'll be safe in the car." Yoink! <laughs> Immediately. Yoink! That part was funny. <laughs> Which, like, it how, wasn't intentionally funny. Yeah, like, I don't think it. Uh, headlights, brake lights, brake lights. lights inside the car. Why didn't they immediately turn? Like, I'm like, there's. Like, but the brake lights, lights, someone, like, got yoinked, like, out of this, I just don't understand. There are lights all around the car. Yeah. But. Like, headlights are bright as shit. I don't. But anyways, they're driving to the lighthouse, because why wouldn't they? Because there's a. There's a light. But no, like, uh, there just happens to be a fucking lighthouse here. Just right down the street there. That was never established and hadn't been, um. It's abandoned. Yeah, and just hadn't been, um, you know, a, a location in this movie at all. I mean, but they now is the big thing. She lived, like, in the lighthouse. Oh, like, okay. Near the lighthouse okay. in the beginning. Okay. So, I mean, that's really it, though. A very, like, minuscule connection there. Right. That's stupid. But, um, yeah, as soon as they get in the lighthouse, they go up to the top and they're like, oh, shit, it stopped working. Must be a gas leak. And then also, hold on, they're in that car before she gets in. They're in a fucking cop car. Why are your lights not on? Great you question. have lights on your car. Great and question. they are bright as shit. I've seen them in my rearview mirror, and they are so bright. <laughs> I have too. And they have that little spotlight thing. I fucking know. And Incompetent ass cops. What kind of cop car doesn't have at least a flashlight? I thought you had one on your little Batman belt. Yeah. What else do you have on there? Donuts? Um, oh, just things to assault minorities. That part. Somebody so. pushes a kid down the stairs. Huh? <laughs> Somebody pushes the kid down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> she, they're, like, trying to get away from this thing, and at one point, Caitlin yells to the little boy, Michael, run! And then she just shoves him off the platform. Run! <laughs> By that I mean tumble. Ray, run faster! <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I said, um, they had to, like, go, like, after climbing to the top of the lighthouse, back down to, like, fuck around with the gas leak and all that. I have been to a lighthouse. I went to a haunted one in St. Augustine. That's so cool. It was amazing. It was so fucking cool. I would love to do that. Yeah, and, like, there's, like, a museum that you can go into and they have all the lights out and you can like walk around and like listen for shit it's so fucking cool i would absolutely do it again but what i'm saying here is that they were not winded enough to be going up and down that motherfucking lighthouse that was unrealistic because i had to take breaks going up the lighthouse and i'm not in the best shape 
But I'm not like my 600 pound life. Yeah, that's like those, like when I hear about people walking up the steps of like Statue of Liberty or like all these other things, I'm like, bitch, if it ain't got an elevator, I ain't going. So we're just going to look at the lighthouse then? We're just going to go and look at it. Might. <laughs> I almost didn't go. I almost didn't go. <laughs> like, I went to the top of the rock in New York. Terrifying elevator, but I did that. Um, I did the St. Louis Arch elevator for that. Yeah, that was uh, still scary. That was really scary. <laughs> you're in like Louis a Arch? little... Yes, you're in like a little fucking egg. Yeah. And it, I was like, it, it, I like, don't... kind of the windows kind of like lean out. I, I didn't it. like it. I did. I didn't. I was um, like, get me out of here. I did the glass skywalk over the Grand Canyon. That was awesome. I no climbed stairs. a mountain in Colorado, and that was... Way cooler than anything I've ever done. We climbed a big old steps. rock in uh, one of the parks we went to last year. That It was fucking huge. Anyway. Anyways. They weren't winded enough is what I'm trying to say. It's true. Very true. <laughs> so, um, we end up... <laughs> yeah. At some point... He threw fire at this bitch. Yes. He rips her mask off. And, like, some teeth fall out with it on the floor. Like, why? She's, she's made of teeth. She, she I was just going to say, she still had her teeth. And she looks like Freddy. She does. She like looks that. just like Freddy. That's the <laughs> fucked up, like, shitty remake Freddy. Um, it's a Nightmare of the Opera or <laughs> The Phantom of Elm Street. Phantom of Elm Street. <laughs> <laughs> We're renaming this movie The Phantom of Elm Street. Yes. <laughs> I kind of also like Nightmare of the Opera, though. They're both thank really you, good. Thank you, thank you. We'll put that on a t-shirt, too. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> God, fuck, where are we at? This movie's... We're almost to the end. We're almost there. Oh, I did write that she looks like one of the guys from the Hills Have I remake. She does. totally does. She really does. <laughs> that hair out. Oh. Which was not a great movie. I guess I need to go back and fucking rewatch that too. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. The essay the in gore it was is very really triggering yes, for me. Very, very triggering. Uh, the gore is really good. The effects, are, like for the actual people, are really good. I just, it is literally almost a carbon copy of the original, and I just wanted something different. That's true. I haven't. That was one of those movies that I watched when I was a lot younger, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen it. I don't think first since time I watched then. it, it scared the shit. Out it of scared me. the shit out of me. And oh my god! I, rem- I like the 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 essay scene is burned into my brain, and it's I so wish funny that. because Ted Levine's in the remake. He's the one that gets burned alive at, at the beginning. It's a really fucked up scene. Yeah, everybody watches the patriarch with the family, and it's fucking Ted Levine. So if you guys can see my shirt, it's Silence of Flames. Jess got it for me at Horror Hound. She deserved it. It's my baby. And it's the trans colors, which I love. Um, actually, I'll take a moment here to say this. We are 100% supportive of the trans LGBTQ plus queer community. Um, allies, use your voices right now. This is the time that they need to be heard more than ever. Um... It's just we need to protect our queer community at all costs because they are under attack by our government, by these vicious people who want to harm them, and everything going on in Tennessee right now, forcing children to detransition, banning minors from drag shows, and Mm -hmm. here, it's... There is, I know this will come out after, um, because this happens two days from when we're recording, um... 
there is a uh, rally at the Indianapolis, at the Indiana State House uh, downtown Indy uh, to protect tra- protect trans youth. And uh, I'm definitely going to try to be there. Just Yeah, so sorry yeah. for that little segue, but I feel like it's really important I that... I'm going to try to post the uh, link to that rally on the cool. Instagram, on the Twitter and stuff. Um, it's really important to use our yeah. voices in this time. Our platform, um, we may not have a ton of followers yeah. or listeners, but I feel like if one person hears this message and knows that we're there for them Absolutely. and that they can reach out to us Anytime. about anything, we are a safe space. I hope that that person hears this Absolutely. and just know that we love you. There is a community that loves you. Please don't give up. And for the love of fucking the universe, protect trans youth. Protect, yeah, seriously. Be the ally that everyone needs you to be. And, yeah, just try to fight the hatred with anything but more. (laughs) You know, just, and I'm not saying love, you know, the pieces of shit, but just love each other. Yeah. And just protect those that you know need protecting. There's enough outside forces attacking the queer community right now, so we need to come together and protect each other. Exactly. Drop all your bullshit drama. It's not the time. Yeah. We need to come together as a community and protect each other. Yep. So. Just like we did a few years ago and never saying that we should stop protecting um, any other minority or Absolutely. anything. But, you know, we came together a few years ago because it was really bad for a certain community. And now it's, we're, tra- there are people who are now trying to attack another community that needs that same kind of support and help. And we need to show that same kind of love and support because everyone, I mean, all the, all oppressed people deserve that, you know, absolutely. You know, there can't be change without, you know, some kind of pushback. Yeah. Anybody who says protesting doesn't work is a goddamn liar because that's how we got where we are. And I'm not talking about silent and, uh, fun and, uh, nice protesting either shit down burn it to the ground anyway anyway that's uh, this very shitty movie we're almost done i promise but like i just don't understand why they thought the lighthouse was powerful enough to like banish her to hell or something like i don't fucking get it why was that like more like and yeah and like when they get the light on or whatever he like tries this really cool light he goes i see you bitch i again reminded me of something in a fucking nightmare on elm street movie it was so cringy. <laughs> I was like, that was the most emotion he's had. The the most emotional range he's had the entire movie. And it was the worst line ever. Like, I sometimes like those, like, last minute lines. Like, if you've ever watched the movie Unhinged with Russell Crowe, her very last line in that movie is, here's your courtesy tap. And she shoves the scissors into his face. I love that. Because that entire movie is based on the fact that she honks at him in traffic and he road rages on her because she didn't give him a courtesy tap. Or in The Orphan, I'm not your mama. Or The Ring too. I'm not your fucking mommy. And then she shuts the well. (laughs) Sometimes you need a really good line like that. And sometimes you get this slash do your thing (laughs) because... Do your thing, cause they are not all in the chainsaw. They are not all created equal. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I put wow, those effects are bad because they are like PlayStation Two bad graphics. So she comes back after they get the lighthouse working. She ugly. So essentially, they cover. They 
There's gasoline everywhere because the gas leak. It's really like this is not an exciting end to this movie. He lights his arm on fire because the fucking lantern broke. Lights his arm on fire. Fucking Superman punches her. Which a flaming fist punch sounds cooler than this one ended up being. How did she, (laughs) she like lit up into fucking flames like that. I'm like, he had like this much flame on his arm. Ghosts are not that flammable. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never tried to catch one on fire, but okay. I but I've imagine. seen a, I've seen a lot of TV shows and movies where they try to catch go, catch ghosts on fire and shit. Also, if she's made of teeth, I don't imagine teeth are <laughs> easy to burn. Oh, now she's so much scarier thinking she's, she's made, made of, of teeth. teeth. Oh my god, it reminds me of, like the cover of like Shutter. Oh my that god, old yes. one with all the teeth. <laughs> I saw um, at Mask teeth? Fest. In Indianapolis, at Horror Hound that used to be on the east side, they had uh, a haunted house that was advertising there, and they had the the full tooth mask, and I was like, I literally can't look at it. I'm upset by it. It's like, I have the phobia of, like, holes. Uh, it's called trypophobia, and I have it, too. I, I think about... We don't... I'm talking... Does it make you nauseous? Like, it makes me queasy and sick I'm, to my stomach. I, yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. You are the only other person that I've met in person that has that... You too. Mm-hmm. We just keep finding out more and more things about each other. Everyone laughs at me. No, it... It's a real fucking thing. It makes it's me not, physically... If you don't know what trypophobia is, do not fucking Google it. It is sickening. There's, like, a picture I saw on the internet that is, like, when I was a child that burned into my brain forever, and I Same. won't even describe it to you guys, but it's, like, something that, like... Was it, it a face? No, it was okay, a... Okay, mine was a face. Oh, I know what you're talking about, though. It was a picture of a thumb. Okay, I'm gonna describe it now. But it had, like... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Stop it. Okay. Okay, you know. And I will not be editing in this episode because I'm not looking at it. And if if any of you fuckers comment it, I will cry. I will throw up and cry. And then throw up some more. It's gross. Seriously. I'm a puker, though. Other than my college um, advisor who, <gasps> like, so got wild. me into writing, you are the only other person I've met in person that has that phobia. It freaks me out. Yeah. Like, even, um... In uh, a lot of Asian dishes. Yeah. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? What the fuck? Every once in a while, if you that? get really shitty microwaved pancakes, they'll have it. And it, like, oh, that's why I don't eat, like, Denny's pancakes, because I know they're oh. microwaved. It, anyway, I feel gross now. So, uh, so she's made of teeth. How'd she catch on fire? But. Also. Yeah, it just makes her so much grosser knowing she's made of teeth. I was like, how are they going to explain all these dead people to the FBI? Oh, my <laughs> God. So many dead cops. They're like, it was the tooth fairy. They're going to be like, okay, you're all being sentenced to death, you didn't fucking crazy. Didn't this guy just get out of uh, a mental institution for killing his mom? Yeah, this is this is our guy. We don't need, no, the investigation's over. I, I found it's the guy. Wrap. It's this guy. And now we're going to send that child to another mental hospital, and you, mm, you should go to jail, too. You should go fuck somebody, because apparently you've been in love with the same guy since you were 12 years old. Who? Was not around. Yeah, he apparently also, left the town in disarray. Like, yeah, if you're a Cory in Topanga, great. But, like, if you're 11 and your crush left town, get over it, buddy. You gonna be okay. They kissed one time. They never even went to the dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, kids. <laughs> so, yeah, we get a fake-out scare at the end with, like, a kid, like, putting his last tooth under his pillow. Yeah. And then it's like... And it was his mom. <laughs> so stupid. And like, then, why couldn't they kill that kid? That would have been a good ending. I would have liked this movie then. You know, fun fact about this movie? 
There are nine minutes of that credit scene. <laughs> For what? I didn't even know that many people worked on this movie. Nine minutes? You know how Hulu shows you the seconds on the bottom uh-huh. before you, um, like, go to the next movie? Uh-huh. At the credits it started, it was, like, 650 seconds. <laughs> That's way too many goddamn seconds. I, I turned it off. I was like, I, I don't. I don't. I'm done. Between, like, how many new middle songs is that? Like, three? <laughs> I was not having it's it. Two Evan, it's two new metal songs and an Evanescence music video. <laughs> and that's all more than I care to watch. A lot more, but it's fine. Um, so anyway, that was this movie. It was bad. We don't recommend it. Uh, that happens. I can't believe I loved it so much when I was a kid. <sighs> this podcast is ruining my childhood horror movies that I liked. Not all of them. A, a fucking chunk of but them. a lot of them. House of Thousand Corpses is holding still up. Still stands up. Halloween Absolutely. still holds up. I yep. watch that movie all the time. I watch tons. I'm not saying every Halloween movie holds up. But the 2008 Rob Zombie. I even thought that Resurrection was real, real cheesy when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, the, when the chick's head was rolling down the fucking stairs, I was like... I mean, like I've said before, there are obviously exceptions, but the general vibe and majority of horror movies that came out from 2000 to 2010, I don't really like. They're, it's probably my least favorite era. And those are the ones I remember the most, because those are the ones I was, like, grew up with. Grew up with. I mean, so. you had your funny 90s slashers. You had your, you know, your funny 90s, like, meta shit. You had your 80s cheesy slashers. You had your good 70s slashers. 2010, you had your just random assortment of shit. I mean, and then like, the 2020s has been one of the greatest eras of horror of all time. Truly. So, like, yeah, it is up against a lot of good horror decades, but there's just something about it. It was just... I did, I'm not saying it's a good horror it decade, fun. but it's fun for me. It's nostalgic. Yeah. Okay, I get that. Yeah. I totally so. get that. But, you know, I... What can we do? I don't need to revisit this movie again. Don't watch it. It's so boring. <laughs> Luckily, it's only an hour and 25 minutes. Like, a blissful hour 25. Plus nine for the credits. It's literally, like, an hour and 15 minutes. It really is. It really is. I was, like, I, like, looked down at my phone. I was, like, damn, I'm, this movie's done already. Like, Whereas, at one point, I looked down, and, like, we're 50 minutes in, and nothing has happened. But then, luckily, it was over 20 minutes later, so it's fine. It was great. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, anyway, uh, that is our review of fucking darkness falls um darkness fell all right she fell hard yes she did she did not Um, get back up (laughs) so obviously uh we are back after a week off um so thank you uh for being patient with us um we haven't done a review in a few weeks since um week before was our horror hound episode we had so much fun that weekend anybody um who Learned about us because of Horror Hound, listen, is listening to us because they found out about us then, who saw us. Met us. Loved uh, on us. Just thank you so much for all the love, just in general. Like that, it's just been so awesome. We've gotten shouted out on, uh, on in the internet a few times and just like friend requests and stuff. It's and amazing. We it's, have yeah. been, we've just been gleaming. Just like so grateful for just everybody's, you know, just saying, hey, I checked out the pod or hey, I'm going to go watch an episode or just, you know, just in general. That's just so cool. We mm-hmm. love you all. Um. If any of you ever want to guest on the pod, reach out to us uh, at our email, deeperscreeperspod at gmail.com. Um, make sure that you follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Deepers Creepers. 
We are now on TikTok at Deeper's Creepers Pod. Um, and then, of course, make sure you like and subscribe, like and subscribe and share, and uh, definitely subscribe to the YouTube. We need more YouTube subscribers. Yeah. So, but um, next week will be Jess's birthday episode, so we have a really fun uh, surprise coming your way. Uh, so be sure to look out for that. It's Taurus season. Woo! Anyways, right. till next week. Stay, stay spooky. spooky. Bye. Bye.